Production. Recorded live. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to Simply Pray. It is Prophetess Rhonda Hammond. We are back once again for another Simply Pray prayer call where we simply pray. I want to put the emphasis on pray because I just want to talk about prayer, as always. This prayer call is about prayer. We come on here and we pray, but we just encourage you to have such a awesome, awesome relationship with God. I don't know anything else but that, just to get with God and talk with God and always be in constant communion. Today we're going to talk about a scripture, and I just want to give you a nugget out of the scripture, but um, as I was seeking God, because we were going to talk about one thing, and uh, I wanted to talk about another thing, because <laughs> God is speaking to me in that area. And uh, the, the thing that I wanted to talk to you about, we're like, God said, hold on we're going to use it for uh, something later. And so we went to this one scripture, and it, it stems from just an experience that we had from God. When, when I shared it with my daughter, she just was in tears. She just was like, he so loves us, Mom. And so, of course, we're in steadfast love with the Bible study, and we're always talking about the love that God has for us. And our uh, quest, our mission on this prayer call is to encourage you to have a prayer life and to just know without a shadow of a doubt, my experience was just, does God love me? Does he love me when you're going through just some different things? And, of course, he loves you. Um, but we just want you to know that he loves you and that he, he walks with you. And it's an experience, an experiential thing that you have to go through just to know that God is walking with you and he loves you through just different things. Amen. And so um, a week or so ago, I had this conversation with uh, one of the advisors at school. It wasn't such a great conversation. It was a call that took me for uh, a loop because I just didn't expect this kind of call on a Friday. And I'm talking to her, and she's, you know, going back and forth. And so after I get off the phone, because we're trying to figure out, you know, it's end of the well, end of the summer, and always okay. Well, we and then every year something happens. You know, your financial aid or loans. Just every year something happens, right? And so I'm reminded of this, and I'm talking to my son, and I'm like, okay, well, this is what, what what's going on. And there was the thing that we needed because there's a prayer that we've been praying for this year, the senior year, and. Uh, there was a, like a little hiccup in the in the a glitch in the system. I'll, I'll say that a glitch in the system. And so I'm like, Lord, there's something that we need, and I'm going to Him. So I'm, you know, like, okay, how how is this going to work out? And you know, I'm talking to Savoy about it, and he's like, okay, Mom. And you know, I rested on. It's so funny that I always give you guys the story about uh, God working things out in the background. In the movie of John Q, I reference that that experience on this prayer call often. And I, I mentioned that Dr. Irisha is the one that preached that message, and it was a message that changed my life. And I looked at her last night, and I was like, just looking at her like, you have no idea how much that message, you know, you get a message, and that message just stays with you, and, and it, it's a part of your, um, your, your story, right? And so I looked at her last night and just smiled because I was like, that is so part of my story. So... In this situation, I went back to God once again, 
And I said, God, you know in the movie, I said, God, you know how I'm always referencing John Q? And I said, Lord, you know in that movie um, he needed a heart, right? And I said, Lord, I'm not asking you for that because that's a, a heart. When someone needs a transplant, we just watch somebody go through it. And the Lord uh, gave the, gave me the person in the dream that the, the call came through, and I was so grateful when their heart came through, was and, and when I got the dream, it was all, not off, but months before it had happened. So to watch everything happen and to go on their timeline and see them get their heart and all that is involved with a transplant was just something special. And so I said, God, I know when a heart is a hard task, of course, to get a transplant because in order for someone to receive a heart, someone has to transition, right? And so I said, Lord, I'm not asking you for that today. I'm just asking you to make a way for someone to drop a thing. I need them to drop a class so that you can make room for my child in this situation. And that was my prayer. And I wanted to ruminate over it over and over again, ruminate over it again. And I just said, Lord, I'm leaving it alone. I want to give this to you today because that rumination takes me to God's providence, and that's where I was talking to him yesterday because I woke up early in the morning and he just said providence, and I'm like, yes, God, I remember your divine providence is when you intervene in our situation. It's divine providence, right? And he spoke that word to me some time ago, but he reminded me of it again, God's providence, right? He he has he gets in and he intervenes in your your situation. And so I'm not looking for him to um, move the way he did in this situation because I knew that um, we had, like, an alternative plan for what was going to go on, so we went in with that plan. This is what we're going to do. Well, the lady sits there, and she brings out the paperwork, and she said this, and she said this, and she said this. Now, this is where it gets interesting. She says to me, I called the person and asked them to add a seat for him. And I want to share that with you today because this is – the it was – it was a kicker for us because we're talking about it, and I'm telling my daughter, and I said, God is a, a seat adder. Like I said, when you go to him and we go to him with the perception of, Lord, I need you to do this and I need you to do that, and, and, and even asking in only the way that you can see that it be done. It opened up my eyes wider because I didn't even know that that was an option. Just you can you add a seat because it sounds like the seat the seats were filled, and there was no room. There was no seat, and who knew that she can add a seat? And that very moment, I just sat there, and I was like, God's favor, God's unlimited, unmerited favor on our life where she would say that I would add a seat. And I walked away from that experience. Of course, it's a life changer. We we left, and I went to lunch, and that's when I called my daughter, and I was like, he's a seat adder. And she's like, Mom, that's such a great story. Like, he loves us so much. He loves us so much. And I was like, I know. And I said, because who would even think that? And so I want to go to this scripture, and it's the, it's the Lord's Prayer. But I want to give you what's before, and then I'm going to extract what I want to hold on to today. And so it's – Matthew 6, and I'm going to go to 5, but then we'll extract the scripture that I want to hold on to today. Uh, Verse 5, and when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogue and on the street corners to be seen by men. I tell you the truth, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, this is it, 
Go into your room, close the door, and pray to your father who is unseen. And then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. And this is what I want to extract for today. Do not be like them. Here we go. For your father knows what you need before you ask him. Amen. And then it goes on. The rest of the scripture is our father, which art in heaven, and the Lord's prayer. I want to say on verses 8, do not be like them. But it's this piece right here, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. There's many times where we're in prayer, you have to go with such an assurance and such a confidence that you know before you know, before you go, that the Lord already knows what you're in need of, right? It says, your father knows what you need before you ask him. So we go in confidence that, Lord, you're going to work this thing out. And even if we don't, even if we even if we ask in a way that um, is only conducive to what we know to ask and, and God opens another door, we thank him because he already knows what we're going to ask before we ask him. I want to laugh because he really does know what you need before you ask him, and I thought this was such a crazy thing that happened yesterday in such a prophetic way, but we'll have this story forever and continue to laugh at it. Yesterday. I needed to buy, I'm old school, and we had to go to our pastor's confirmation service. And so uh, the the preference was to wear uh, all black, and most of the people ministered like needed to wear pantyhose. Um, one of the, the same doctors, Dr. I, said, you know, I'm old school. You know, you put on pantyhose. And, and my husband told me that. You know, like I'm not a part of this ceremony. I'm just um, – a, a wife of one of the staff. And so he comes home and he tells me, because he knows that I'm old school and, and I still wear pantyhose. And last <laughs> last month when we went down to Maryland, I said, you know, I just want to go get some stockings and put on a dress that I still like to wear stockings, right? And so he tells me this piece of the story, like all this stuff. He's telling me all these other things of the story when they're practicing everything, but he tells me about these stockings. And I'm like, okay, I need to go get stockings. Like I had my, you know, my outfit and everything, uh, and I wanted to get a pair of stockings. So we ride to Delaware, and I'm on my way back, and then I'm saying, the boy, we're going to stop at ShopRite. We're going to stop at ShopRite. I'm going to get my stockings. Well, then I said, no, we're not going to go there. I'm going to go home, and I'm going to uh, just lay down. And then when it gets close to the time, I'm going to go out and just, you know, so I can keep on moving and do everything I got to do until it's time to go. Well, then my husband comes home, and and so I was trying to take a nap, and then there was a lot of noise. I said, you know what, let me just get up and go get my stockings. The interesting thing is when I get in the parking lot of the store, there here comes a text message and says, are you near the store? Can you get me a pair of black stockings? And I said, how did you know? I'm at the Target right now. And they say, you're kidding me. And I'm like, no. So I, I couldn't text at that point. I said, I have to just call, you know, I had to call her. And I said, how did you know? She I said, I'm at the Target right now. And she said, are you? And I said, I'm at the Target right now. She said, to buy black pantyhose. And so we're laughing. And she says, okay, well, get me a pair. And I'm in the aisle. And we're, you know, going back and forth with the stockings. And then she says, you know, I'll just send you the money and just get me the stockings. And then Al didn't leave yet, so I sent the stockings with him to, to give to her. 
And so when we talked last night at dinner, and I said, how, like, I would want to go to the store so many times, and then you just happened to call me at the very moment that I need stockings. And here's what she said. She said, I said, I needed stockings. And she said, who, who can I call? And the Lord said, Miranda, I have to laugh at that because it's stockings. I have to laugh at that. And so even when I think about this prayer, when we're asking for, like, I think we think it's small things. But the Lord would even just say, like, okay, I know you need to. I know you need stockings. And you know who's right there in the store right now is this person. He knows what you need before you even ask him. And I know that seems kind of trivial. It's like it's pantyhose. But let's not miss it because the pantyhose is for a kingdom assignment. So when you're out doing the work of God and you have to get things done and, and maybe things are just, you, you missed it, you didn't make it, you know, you're, you're putting your all into your project. God, I need some help here. I'm, you know, I'm worn out. This is going on. Who can you send to help me get what it is? The Lord just dropped my name and I was literally walking in the store. And so I give that Lord knows what you need before you ask for it. I would, I would love to call this prayer today the favor of God, but I just know that he knows what you need before you ask for it. Even as we went to go eat dinner last night, we were sitting there and just so happened, the people that were catering the event, I had went to school with them, and so I don't want to tell you this, but <laughs> uh, the numbers of the tables were being called, and they were only on number 19. And because I knew them, they said, you, your table can go up. Well, we were 25. And I said, no, 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 we can wait. And they said, no, go, no, go. And I said, there we go again, this favor. We're sitting there, like we're hungry, and we wanted to go and eat dinner and then go home. So the Lord already knows what you need before you ask him. I just want to give you this today. I know these are stories of, of, of my life that happened, and I really wanted to call them the favor of God, but I wanted to talk about God, our Father, and just give you the scripture that he already knows what you need before you ask him. It will give you such a stance in prayer, not a, not a haughty stance, but just knowing that when you go to him boldly, God, give, it, give me something that you need me to say in this thing because you already know what it is I need before I ask you. He already knows everything, but it gives you an opportunity to go to him boldly. God, I'm coming to you because I, I, I need this situation to be rectified. Lord God, we have some things going on. Lord God, we have test results that's not great, and I need you to get involved. Lord God, you already know what it is that I need before I ask you. And the, and the preface to that, is that we go to the Father and we ask him in Jesus' name. Never leave that peace out. But today I just wanted to give you that, that when we walk, you know, and we're talking and we're praying, that we know that God hears our prayers, he hears our cries. This scripture, Matthew 6, it says, did it go in, in your secret place, in your closet? And it's one of my favorite scriptures. I just heard um, Apostle Stevenson tear this um, piece of, scripture up and the importance of going in your secret place and always communicating with God that we don't, do this, um, you know, being seen by men all the time that we just go and pray and communicate and talk to God about the cares of our life, about the cares of our family, about whatever is going on in our life. He already knows it. This is what I love about God. He already knows it. He already knows what you need before you ask him. 
But what I love about God is that he just wants to hear you anyway. He just wants to hear you. Come to him and say, Father, I need some help in this situation. Isn't that just um, like us in, in the issue of being prideful where we think that we don't need to ask for help in some situations where we keep trying to figure it out and do it on our own strength, on our own accord? And the Lord is already like, I know what you need before you ask. Just get in front of me and talk to me and ask me. And then as we said a couple weeks ago about Jeremiah 33 and 3, where you start to ask God for things and he starts to show you things that you don't even know because he knows what you need before you even ask him. So sometimes you're asking for things and the Lord is already like, I know that you need this. And what he does is he gives you the exceedingly above that you can even imagine in Ephesians 3 and 20. That's where I, I keep looking at God today. I'm like, God, I didn't even ask you for this. And you just overflow and you give us that. Oh, my gosh, I didn't feed my fish yesterday. As soon as I said overflow, I'm like, I don't remember feeding my fish. So I have to feed my fish because <laughs> my fish's name is overflow. Uh, forgive me. But God is just so awesome and he's just overflowing in our lives with just so many great, great things. I just want to say today on this prayer call that you would get with God that you would get in constant communication with him, that you don't miss it, that you not be afraid of God and know that he's vast and he's big. And when you hear certain people just, I don't, you know, talk about God, and you're like, I don't know him that way. And guess what? I remember being the same way. I don't know, I don't know God that way, but I know him in the way that Rhonda knows him. True today, I can say that I know him in some ways that I, I couldn't imagine when I was a kid, and I and I said this when I first started the prayer call, and we've been on here for six or seven years, and one of the things I remember saying was that I had to start knowing God, thank you, Jesus, thank you, God, for helping remember this, that I had to start learning God and, and knowing who he was on my own accord, because when we go and we grow up and we go with our parents and, and this faith walk that our moms have and they tell us these stories. And they're like, God did this for me, and God did this for me. And and I want to say that in, right now when I think about Sequoia, and as I'm telling her these different things, she's like, oh, my gosh, Mom. You know, oh, my, oh my Mom. And she's like, what? Like, that happened? I'm like, you can't believe, you know, like, because her and I just talk. I'm like, you can't believe what just happened. This just happened. She hears these stories, and she's like, you know, man, he did that. What? Because he, he did it for us. That's how mommy knew him. One of my desires was I didn't. I had to get to know God on my own, not the way that my mother knew him, because that's that's your first line of connection. Mom takes you. You know, I grew up. Mom took us to church, and that's what we knew. And so I only knew God on the on, on the relationship of what my mother had, and I needed to know God myself. And how do I know God myself on well, my experiences that He gives me? And they're not going to be the same as you. And you know, you may know Him as um, El Shaddai, you know, you may know him as, you know, a, a God that provides, you know, and, and depending on our experiences, we're going to know God in such a different way. And that should be our goal to get to know him because at the end of the day, we're literally walking this life to get back home. I, I, one of the things these last weeks or so is um watching just some things going on in my family, and, I'm, and I think I share with you guys that my aunt is sick, and so we're always at the hospital, and her husband is sick, and so we are back and forth watching them back and forth 
just deal with some health challenges, and we have some other people in the family that are just going through some different times. So we're in the hospital a lot. But one of the things that I know is that um, we will get to know him, right, and that the ultimate goal is to, to go back home with God. And so when we're finding our way, we get to know him so that we can go back with him to be home with him. Amen. So I just wanted to get on this morning and um, not miss a Saturday because I can tell you we had a long, long night, and we are partying today for my son's birthday, and this weekend is just not going to stop. But I wanted to be faithful this morning and come on here and pray because it's our first line of defense. Amen. Our first line of defense every Saturday morning is just to start the day off every morning, to start the day off with prayer and to go before the Father, to go before the throne. I said yesterday, put them on the altar. Go and get on the altar and just get in front of God and talk to him and communicate with him. I don't want to start off a day without God. Amen. So we are going to pray, and thank you for joining us this morning on the prayer call. If you're in the background, we know um, that you're here. If you're here now or here later, we just so appreciate you getting on and um, just listening and um, being faithful to this ministry. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Stace, because uh, we literally got in. <laughs> Amen. Um, we literally got in at 2.30. I believe it was 2.30 this morning. And so I am on, um, I need a 24 hour of coffee today. Amen. I love coffee. Um, God, we just thank you this morning. God, we thank you this morning. I want to um, just give God some praise this morning. I, oh, I'm uh, heavy in my spirit. I just want to give God some praise this morning and just thanking him. God, I so thank you and worship you, Lord God, because you are our God. I thank you for everything that you are doing in our lives, not just our lives, Lord God, the lives of others where you just are waking up. Just this uh, this, this thing that's going on where they think that they don't need you, God, and they think that they can just keep on doing it on their own strength, and they think that they don't have to just, you know, We've been told when we were kids that, you know, we needed to go and go to church and fellowship. And then we get to this age where we just feel like we don't have to do that anymore. And we just go through life just thinking that, it, you know, it's it's just coincidental or we don't need to do all of that. And I just come against that today, that God, that you would bring your people back. Yes, God, that you would bring your back people back into the fold, that you would help them recognize and realize that there is no one like you. I named this prayer called today, Good Father. It's a song that always just rings in my heart, that you're a good, good father. And some say that you're perfect in all your ways, and I just thank you for that. I thank you because we would struggle with that message. Thank you, Jesus. As I rolled out yesterday, thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, God. As I rode out yesterday with my son to school, and I put up the message that when we were growing up, my dad would always take us to long rides. He still does it. Come, come take a ride with me. And in those car rides, you, he talked to you, and you just learned something about him, and I'm sure he learned something about you. And in those rides that you realize who your father is, right? 
And so, God, if we, we are kids that are fatherless, then we struggle in the relationship that we have with you. And so I ask you today, God, that you would reconnect them, reconnect them to you, Lord God, in such a way that you would be their father, God, that you would bring them back to you. That is my sole request today, God, to bring them back to you, Lord God, that you you would bring their hearts back to you, Lord God, that they would hide their um the word inside their heart, Lord God, so they might not sin against thee. That they would continue to walk in you and listen to you and not ignore that urge, that unction that says, I need to, you know how you say, I need to go to church today, I need to pray today, but I'm not going to do that today. God, today would listen to that. And God, I ask you today to just bless as we're getting ready to go to college, back to school in this season, and not just for kids, for adults and for um, the understanding of all the coursework, Lord God, that you would give it to them today, God. We thank you, Lord God, just for this prayer call today, Lord God, and I just ask you to pray for your people. Lord God, that they are just desiring something new, God, from you today. I don't know what that is. I don't know what they're praying for. I don't know what they're yearning for, Lord God, but we always, God, are in front of you, Lord God, just asking you to just help us live right, Lord God, and live holy. The word is holy. Live holy in a sanctified life, Lord God, that you would continue to just pull on us and help us to see those areas where we miss the mark, Lord God. God, we thank you, Lord God, because we're in this race, Lord God. We We thank you for the mark of the high calling, Lord God. We just thank you, Lord God, that it's a mark, Lord God, that you have on us, Lord God, that you have us marked, that we're yours. And I thank you for that today, God. God, let us go out today and make a difference in the lives of people. I don't know where they have to go today, God, but that you would speak, Lord God, great words out of their mouths, Lord God, that would encourage other people, Lord God. I thank you, God, for that word. I'm going back to sanctification. Sanctify us, God. Sanctify us new and fresh, Lord God. Let us be able to hear you, Lord God, and see you in such a unique way, God. Lord God, not these tickling ears that want to hear all these different words, Lord God, but give us the truth and give us a divine, unadulterated word, Lord God, that we need in this season, Lord God. Help us, Lord God, to get in our word, Lord God. Thank you for even as we pray this prayer, you already know what we need before we ask you, God. But we're still coming to you today, Lord, because your word says to pray, that men, men ought to always pray. And so we're here today praying, Lord God. Your word also says to pray without ceasing. And so, God, we continue to pray, Lord God. We come to you today putting some things on the altar, Lord God, our family members, Lord God, our coworkers, Lord God, these people in our communities, Lord God. I am so grateful, so, so grateful I said it to you the other day, for where we are in our life, Lord God, and just where you have us just flourishing and blossoming. blossoming. And I thank you for every opportunity. So, so grateful. Lord God, let them see that you're in everything, God. You're in every transaction. You're in every conversation. You're in everything that's going on in their lives. And as I shared with my sister yesterday, Lord God, that some things are so ugly in our lives, Lord God, but that you mean them for our good. And so we thank you for the ugly places, God, the places where we just thought that thing was just like, oh, my God, I cannot believe I went through that, or I can't believe that door closed, or this thing hurt me so bad. 
but we thank you that you had a plan for it on the other side, Lord God, and it strengthened us, Lord God, and it made us somebody different, Lord God, and it made us pray differently. We thank you for that because you already know what we need before we ask you. And sometimes these things have to be ugly for us for it to bring out the beautiful thing. I thank you that there's flowers that are that grow in the dark time, right? And and they're beautiful in the morning and, and we thank you for that, God. I thank you for that rainbow, Lord God, that we saw the other day and, and I thought about it and Al said, you know, I wonder where they come from, like all of a sudden and I thought about it and I said that rainbow, that promise that you gave Abraham, that that rainbow comes from rain and and it's dark some places but then it's light in other places and when I thought about that it's dark in in some places, right? Because it rains and sometimes it's in light in some other places and that's where we get that rainbow. I thank you for that. I thank you for the promise that we have with you, Lord God. And even as the promise is distorted, Lord God, that I keep remembering that you gave us a promise, Lord God, that we would have many nations. And so, God, we just thank you today, Lord God, for your word, Lord God. Cut us, Lord God, in places, Lord God, that need to be cut, Lord God. Cut away things in us that don't need to be there, Lord God. I know that it will hurt, Lord God, but it is for your good. It's for your perfection. And we thank you for that today, God. We ask you to help us to raise our faith, Lord God, that we not waver, Lord God, that we keep on going, Lord God, and that we not faint. Lord God, that we run and we faint not, Lord God. We just thank you for this day, Lord God. You've given us daily bread. As I sat there in that restaurant and that bread yesterday was so warm, I'm reminded again, God, give us this day our daily bread, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for the word, Lord God, that you'll hide in these hearts of ours. God, let us saturate it, Lord God, and fill up, Lord God, so that we may not sin against you, Lord God. Watch our words that we say, Lord God. Watch our thoughts that we think, Lord God, that we would watch them. But help us, Lord God, to do something different in you. And so, God, we come before you today, Lord God, asking you to bask in our day, Lord God, that you would come for our day in everything that we do, every place that we have to go. As the summer is about to close, Lord God, let us still have fun, Lord God. And, God, we cherish you, Lord God. We thank you for the places that we have to go tomorrow to praise you. Lord God, that we get an attitude of praise and that we go in. And as that song says, that we praise until we pass out, Lord God, that we worship until we pass out. Lord God, we worship you today, God, like no other because we know you, God. We know you as El Elyon, Lord God. We know you as the mighty God. God, we know you as a powerful God. God, that stands on high, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that you're forever, Father, Lord God. You're the same yesterday and forever, Lord God, and we just thank you. God, we thank you for your promises, Lord God, to us, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that somewhere you'll change our name, Lord God, as you did Abram to Abraham and Saul to Paul, and you're changing us into someone new. Our name may not change on our social security card, but you're doing something new in us, and we thank you for it today. God, we so just want to continue to walk with you, and we thank you, Lord God. We ask you to bless these day, bless this day, bless these people in this prayer call that you give them that same prayer that I've been praying this year, that you overflow them. Thank you, Jesus, that you overflow, Lord God. As we even see the water, it is just high, Lord God, that you bless them, Lord God. Lord God, the, the song is that a 
pray for increase, Lord God. God, that you would increase your people today like never before. And things that has been blocked, Lord God, that you would show up in a different way. And, Lord God, give them something new that they need, a fresh anointing. Lord God, we thank you for that today. Lord God, that you would prosper us in all of our ways, Lord God. You would give us strength and courage to endure like never before. If I can ask for that again, strength and courage to endure like never before. God, we stand on that today, Lord God. We stand on your promises, Lord God, and that you will give us the faith that we need, Lord God. You already know what we need before we ask you. And so we'll stand on that today, Lord God, that we're in covenant with you, covenant relationship with you. Reign on our day today, God. Reign on our finances, God. Reign in our households, Lord God. Let us Turn on worship music, Lord God, and saturate our place and fill it up with more of you, Lord God. Fill up our hearts with you, God. Fill up our minds with you, Lord God, that we continue to just go after you like never before. Give us a hunger and a thirst for you like never before, Lord God. Put us in prayer, Lord God, like never before, especially during these end times, Lord God, that we would get on the wall and stand in the gap, God. Speak to us like never before, God. Let us be able to hear from you. Thank you, Jesus, like never before, Lord God. Let us trust you today like never before, Lord God. You know what it is that we need before we even ask you. And so we thank you today, Lord God. We give you all the praise. We give you all the honor. We give you all the glory, and we just thank you today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for this prayer today. Thank you, God. We ask you these things. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, God. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I thank God for the car. <laughs> amen. There's so many of these prayer calls that go on. I'll say it. It's your own, uh, what did he say this morning? Your own ministry place. You just get in the car and just go. And I thank God for that. Hey, hey God, we thank you. You wouldn't even know that this story, if I can share this with you, the car. I share it with my son. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. I shared with my son the other day. This very car came at a time uh, when we were going through, if I can give this testimony, a foreclosure. And I didn't know how it was even going to happen, but I knew I needed a car. And I had just got so fed up because we went through so many things with this other car. The engine went. We We had just got this car. And seven months into it, the engine went. And something else went. And something else went. And it just was just such a time and so expensive, and it was rental cars, and you name it. And it was just an experience where I just said, Lord, I don't know. I don't know what to do, but I'm just going to walk in and give my faith. And here we are, you know, in a, in a time where we were in the midst of a foreclosure in the house. And I, I take a day, I had just started a job, and I've interviewed for the job. Listen here, I interviewed for the job and left and went to the car dealer and walked off the lot with this car and the job called me later. 
And so I got a job in the car all in like the same week. And so I, I went back to this today because I said <clears throat> to Sage the other day, he was just sitting on my floor. And and he says that he thought that this was one of the best summers that he had. And I said, Sage, we haven't gone anywhere. I haven't even been to the beach. What are you talking about? And he said, Mom, we just are in a good place. He said, you know, we've been through some rough times in these, you know, last couple of years. And I said, I know. And we were talking about the car, and he said, I remember when you pulled up with that car. I said, do you know I bought that car, and we were, like, not even going to have a place to live. I bought it in the midst of foreclosure, and I'm like, how did God even do that? But I say that to say I just reflected that here I am, thank you, Jesus, in the car. I'm in the car all the time when we do these prayer calls the last all summer. And so it makes me reflect and just say, God, I thank you in the midst of all of that. and. And if you use what he has given you for his glory, he'll keep it. You know, thank you, God. He'll keep it. There's been so many times where, um, and I even had to have this conversation with somebody that's going through some stuff with their car, and I said, you call those people up and you tell them this and you tell them that and you tell them this and you so you can keep your car. And And you won't know these things until you go through some things, and we don't know it. But when you go through it, you're able to help somebody else. And even in that moment, I was like, God, I didn't think that I would have to give this advice to this person, but it's my experience. And so even now, when I look back over life, I don't want to go through some of the stuff that I have to go through, but it's not for me. It's for somebody else. And I wasn't even going to share that. I'm in the car, and here we are on this prayer call. So I wanted to share that with you today, that even in the midst of foreclosure, that God can redeem the time and still give you what you need because he knows it's Matthew um, 6 and 8. He knows what you need before you even ask him so that you would hold on to that today. So I just want to, before I go, on Monday night, we have our third week of Steadfast Love. I am so enjoying this Bible study, even though I have to catch up on my uh, assignments, but the first week was about worship, and here we are about our desert desert experience and some places, just like I'm talking about your deserts that you have to go through. It's based off of Psalms 107, and it's just talking about God's steadfast love and how he loves us, and one of the things that uh, came up the other day and I put in the group that if God was going to change your name, what would he change it to? And uh, you know, it was Sarai to Sarah and Abram to Abraham and Saul to Paul. Those are my ones that I remember to a couple others. But what would God change your name to who you are going to be, your destiny name? And I really don't have another name because I, I, I am Rhonda, and, and I've embraced Rhonda. Rhonda means good fear, and uh, I get it, but I wouldn't want to change any other name Um it's just some things to think about. Who would you be if God would change your name? And it's just an awesome experience of our online Bible study, so you can still join it. I didn't put a, a cap off. If you have the book, you can get on the, the line. It's the same number that you call in for the prayer line. It's at 830 or Monday night, and we have three weeks left. And then we're going to negotiate and see where we can get a location to do Bible study in-house because online just with all that we have to do, you really don't engage and um, you have other things going on. And so it's kind of hard. And we want to really be dedicated to God's word and get in and dig in, especially right now. There's a 
lot going on. So you can join us. And the group is Steadfast Love uh, Bible Study by Lauren Chandler. You can find that join that group and come in and watch the videos and just have fun with us um, for the next three weeks. Thank you so much for joining us for this prayer call. If you need prayer requests, you always, as always, you can text us 856-347-0731. You can send us inboxes on Facebook. We'll be praying for you, always praying for you. Um, even as we're getting ready to come up, we'll be praying more because we have a praying for three people for 20 days. Um, at our congregation, and so we're really going to be focused and praying for three people. One of these people on the list is a person that you particularly don't care for, um, and and I already know who that is that I'll be praying for through those 20 days, and so um, and that'll be very interesting. But I need some things if you don't particularly care for them. Sometimes you need some things to break off of that relationship so that God can do what he needs to do, and so I'm looking forward to that. So thank you again for joining us for the prayer call. We'll be back next Sun Saturday morning. Why Sunday? It's college, uh, going back to college next week. Um, so be a little flexible. But I know we'll be here Saturday morning at 7 a.m. As we always say, be fit and be blessed in God. Amen.